Welcome to Addicted to Truth. Truth shall set you free, but it shall piss you off first. Truth needs no witness, and I am on the side of truth. Let us build our community. I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ and greeting word of peace. Assalamu alaikum. When Jesus knew that the hour had approached, he was in the garden praying until sweat fell from his brow like blood. And when he got up from his prayer, he went out and the disciples had fallen asleep. He raised a very important question. Could he not watch with me one brief hour? This is a very dark and dangerous hour for any of us to fall asleep. And sometimes there are things that you can take that if you are tired, they wake you up. Or if you are tired and you want to go to sleep, you are put to sleep. In the Bible, we are told that God put Adam to sleep so that he can carve out Eve from his ribs. But nowhere does it say that God woke Adam up. Is it a possibility that most of us are that Adam, that we are still sleeping with our eyes wide open? Babies sometimes need the breast or the bottle, and if the breast or the bottle is not present, a pacifier will do. They'll always give the baby a warm milk bottle or a sucker. This makes the child chill, thinking that he or her, her mind being tricked into thinking that the pacifier is the real thing. Usually, the baby will fall asleep. As the babies grow up, the adults start creating fantasy worlds for them. We call it make-believe world. The kids can sit on a log and pretend that they are driving a car. They even go as far as having a co-driver that gets engrossed in the fantasy to a point where they duck imaginary coming cars to a point where they believe it. Fantasy is great for kids, especially when it comes to dealing with trauma or the bad in their life, it is an escape. Fantasy becomes a big problem when a grown-up man or woman lives there. They become delusional. Most of us unfortunately live in fantasy world. Most of us unfortunately in South Africa live in fantasy world. The promised land of, hand, of, uh, the promised land of milk and honey. The world where politicians promise you that if you elect them to office, they will move you to the suburb. They'll give you a spanking new BMW. They'll take your kids to a private school. And they'll provide welfare for your family and pets too. And listen to this. You don't have to work for all this. Our politicians have vision but no values. They have intelligence but no integrity. Charisma but no character. We expect nothing from them. But the problem is us as a population believing them. Even in the Bible itself, God, the creator of the earth, heavens and earth, he had the power to give Adam everything that Adam needed, but God didn't give him everything. He made Adam work for everything that he needed. God never gave Adam a table. He gave him trees. He never gave Adam shoes. He hid them in the cows. God never gave him any of those things. Now, what makes us in this country believe that we can get everything we want just through prayer and wishful thinking. It doesn't work. How can you bring a bird with a broken wing to your house and blame it, bring and blame it for not flying? 
every country gets the leaders it deserves. To get good leaders, the population has to become a good population. We as South Africans are always waiting for that one deal at the expense of someone else. Deal making at the expense of the masses has become part of normal daily aspiration for most of our young people as a way of accumulating wealth. As a country, and especially as African people, we need to relook, reevaluate, and redefine our values. Value simply means that what you value. Our definition of success has been created by other people. Are we chasing someone else's dream? This is a very dangerous time, and we have to be very careful that the masses of the people are not being pacified by the fact that we have a black president sitting in the Lutuli House. This can pacify you and lull you to sleep in a dangerous time, making you to think that we live in a, a free country when the opposite is true. I take you back memory lane, April 27, 1994, when South Africa attained its so-called freedom. It was an unforgettable moment to see President Madiba stand up to address the nation with Mama Winnie standing next to him. All the years of hardship were forgotten in just one moment. It was the perfect birth of a long, painful pregnancy. All the civil institutions, including church, dropped the curtain and declared their work done. But is it? Does it mean that we don't need, we don't need uh, uh, surveillance? that we don't need to be keep an open eye. We don't need to be looking out for our own people for whatever is going on because we have one of our own in office. Are the people of this country better off? Have we left the wolves among the sheep without a shepherd? Who are our politicians accountable to? A man without accountability is dangerous, especially a politician. Look at our TV programs. We have all these soapies where a successful black man is either corrupt or he sleeps around. Violent soapies with our boys that are heroes are either drug lords, quiet stars, soccer players, and the only way to become rich is by winning a BE tender and ripping and robbing your own people blind. You become a hero by going to jail in programs like Iso Iso. Something is wrong with this picture. Who is writing, producing, and financing these programs? How comes millions and millions of our young, young people are being exposed to role models that are wrong for us? Is someone somewhere trying to influence our culture that by the time our kids grow up, as they are growing, getting used to this, they'll think it of being normal? Is the abnormal becoming a new normal for us? Am I the only one that is seeing all this madness? Am I being delusional? You preachers of the Bible, you spiritual teachers, what did Paul mean when he said, and I quote, We war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places, end of quote. It is not white flesh that we are at war against. It is not black flesh that we are at war against. We are at war against principalities and powers and rulers who have created a mindset in the ignorant of all races. Preachers are supposed to be the custodians of the spiritual ladder to earth. They should sleep while on duty. Why are they sleeping? All this happening on their watch. Leadership should not take privilege to live lives of ease and then put themselves to sleep on the urgent needs and suffering of our people. You should live comfortable so that you can think to make the people that you serve more comfortable. But if you take wool from the sheep, 
to make a garment for yourself and won't lead the sheep to green pasture. Then the Bible says, Woe to the shepherd who feeds himself and not the flock. We need to bring the murder rate down in this country. Thousands of children need to be adopted. Men need to join organizations that are involved in the liberation of our people mentally. We need to join churches, join mosques, and even join the synagogue. The vision of post-apartheid post South Africa was the driving force behind the actions that we took. But 25 years later, as we meet here, we are at the same crossroads again where now the killings have gone back up. The crime rate that went down after Freedom Day has gone back up. All the little babies that are being killed and raped in Alex, and while the leadership is deeply embroidered in cheap personal power struggles of the party and the municipalities, this is being shown all over the world. When people see our young black men, they recoil. They are afraid now. The violence in the inner cities has gotten out of control. Nobody can respect a black man because we don't respect ourselves. Now the killings have increased in all the major cities of South Africa and Africa as a whole. And leading black thinkers are now even calling for the national army as the case of the Cape Flats. Now the government has literally failed to satisfy the needs of the people. And there is no government on earth that is looking out for the needs, rights, and interests of all the people that they are governing. To govern means to direct, to guide, to exercise authority over, to rule, to administer, and to influence the actions of, and to check, restrain, or curb those activities by means of law that will bring the system of government to a halt. The most important thing in government is guidance. The most important thing in government is guidance. In the Talmud, the people are called goyim, who are useless eaters. They eat, but they are useless. Culling is another word for getting rid of billions of people because they say things are shrinking in terms of what people need. There are too many people for too few resources. So the wise people at the top or the most foolish at the top, the satanic man at the top says that kill them all. But even Jesus in the Bible, you see him cursing the fig tree because it was busy sucking minerals from the soil, but it wasn't bearing food. Black people, my brothers and sisters, we must stop being consumers and become producers. If we continue at this rate of consumption and not producing, the world we see as a survivor, the horse always rejects a parasite. We should stop turning into parasites. Now Jesus told us that we will face famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places and nation will rise against nation. That is going on now. And he said, this is just the beginning of sorrows. We are living in the time of trouble like there never was before, since there was a nation and time. Could this be why the prophet spoke about the coming of God? Please hear me. All the government of earth are failing their people. So the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a child is given, and a government shall be upon his shoulders. And he shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The whole world of religion is looking for the coming of God and the coming of man. Now let us reason together. The Jewish people are looking for the Messiah, a human being. The Christians are looking for the return of Christ, a human being. The Muslims are looking for the Mahida or the Mahdi, a human being. I want you to pay attention. 
The one that comes in his person has a government to answer the needs of the whole of humanity. He is so powerful from the Islamic tradition that he sits down all tyrants and sets justice in the earth. The Christians are looking for Christ to come. You think he's coming back to teach you? He already taught. What did you do with his teaching? The Christ that I read about, he comes in a cloud. That is interesting. And he has a sword in his hand and it is dripping with blood. How do you think the sword got blood? Governments of the world have to be sat down and tyrants of the world have to be sat down and a government from God has to be established so that the suffering of humanity has to come to an end. Our people are suffering. The human race is suffering. And we are suffering in the hands of the few tyrants that we've given the power to rule over us. This has to end.